you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up, it's your girl Sasha Banks, legit boss, but you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, guys. Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash-talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mela is money, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching Going In the Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts are, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell on YouTube. Make sure you always get your daily notifications. You get notifications for the community tab, which we now have, um, which reminds me, I put a poll on the community tab yesterday, and I kind of, I'm interested right now to to find out what what the uh, the tally was. We've got 3,500 votes, 3,500 votes. a good sample size. Uh, and I, I said, tonight's WWE Raw was yay, nay, somewhere in between, and didn't watch. What, what one? The winner, with an astounding 48% of the votes, unsurprisingly, was didn't watch. Followed by somewhere in between with 29%, yay, at 11%, and nay, at 12%. Wow. So everybody thought it was, uh, uh. I, I'm sad that you didn't vote in this poll because you would have given an emphatic nay. Yeah, I wasn't into it so much. We'll talk about that in a bit. We're also available wherever fine audio podcasts can be found, uh, including Apple iOS. If you're on the Apple iOS podcast app, which many of you are, be sure to leave us a rating or a review or both. It really, really helps boost the profile of going in raw. Um, and or you know do that on whatever podcast app uh, you listen to us on. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. If you want to check out the reward tiers that we have at Patreon, it starts from $1 and at $1 a month, a month, a month, which goes a long ways. You'd be surprised yes. at what $1 a month could Every do. Every dollar counts. You get going in raw ad free. Yep. We put it on a separate ad free channel. We put it on the Patreon wall. Usually we just take this live stream uh-huh. if the live stream thing is working. Which, yeah, it's a huge if of late. You know, the Com- the Comcast gods are smiling on us today. Um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, it's really great. We had a new a couple new patrons sign up yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just overnight, last night, the real Hoss Big Rick. 
plunked in on the Patreon. Jorge Vasquez. Thank you. Uh, Tabassum Tanvir. Paul Zirkel. Dexter Sorry, Dexter Slasarski. Slasarski. Yeah, I got that right. Thank you, Dexter. Thank you. Um, And then uh, yesterday, Javier Gonzalez as well. I don't know if I mentioned uh, Rob Reed yesterday. Uh, And uh, yeah. So, oh, and then Sunday... We had somebody named Sleepy mm. and Art Lover on Sunday, and then Nick Papadopoulos on Saturday. What a great name. That is a good name. Yeah, a bunch of great names. Great names. So um, Thank you all. Thank you, everybody, so much. And then at the $5 Patreon mark per month, you get access to our daily bonus episode, Monday through yes. Friday. You get a bonus episode. It's, just a, it's a post show. We dick around with it. It's really fun if you're watching you it live. You could have just stopped with we dick around. Um, well, this is what you get. You get Fridays, you get 10 for the win. Our old show, we've brought back. Well, it's some sort of count. <laughs> some sort of count. In show. the very most minimal capacity. Um, yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. We, we, we dick around. We have fun. Yesterday, we watched, uh, we watched AAA from, uh, I'm sorry, Triple Mania. Triple Mania from 2015. A match that Dave Meltzer rated minus five stars. It wasn't that bad. And I was surprised. Um, we did get a copyright strike for that. But we just don't dispute it. <laughs> we don't monetize it. Yeah. We monetize it via other means. Maybe some people will find out. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. And then we're also at uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward mm-hmm. slash mm-hmm. going in. You mentioned Friendo Market, too. Every order. I'm getting there. Every order gets one of these, these brand new postcards with some really crappy artwork of mine that we autograph. It's not crappy. And then whenever we get a t-shirt order from Pro Wrestling Tees, we send this out to you. Yeah, we sent a bunch of them out already signed and mm-hmm. you addressed a bunch yesterday. Thank you for that. My handwriting is awful. If I write more than like 10 words, my my handwriting becomes basically unreadable. Here's the thing, dude. My handwriting is no better than yours. No better. I don't know. But that's, I think, the excuse you use because you don't like to write. Because I don't do it anymore. <laughs> it's a completely foreign... Nobody does it anymore. Activity to me, activity to me at this juncture. Yeah. Like I gotta go. I'll probably next week. I gotta sign a bunch of papers. Oh, and I'm gonna have like a claw. Oh yeah, it's like the episode of Seinfeld, yeah. where like you know, with like the hand model. He fell in love with his hands. So yeah, he, you know, did that a lot. Yeah, it turned to a claw. Is there uh, more paperwork because it's a contingency thing? I have no idea. Okay, I was surprised. Our refi, uh, a couple like a month ago or whatever, we breezed through those papers quick. Oh, that's good. I was very surprised. Um, so, anyways, uh, before we get to these super chats, we're on a nutshell, Larson. What'd you think? Wasn't into it. <laughs> I believe the term you said before cameras were rolling. And granted, oh. look, disclaimer, we, we do try to be positive here. Yeah. But sometimes if they don't give anything to work with, and, and my opinion is a bit different than yours, but I did appreciate that usually you're a tad more nuanced and I'm the more blunt force guy. You said it was garbage. You had a smile on your face. You said it was garbage. Uh, it, it bored me from minute one <coughs> up until right before Drew Claymore and Braun. So the very end of the show is when I finally got maybe a little bit into it. So minute 108. Wait, how many? 180. 180. 180 188 minutes. 188. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Even the but no even the even the, the spillover wasn't that much. It was no, like maybe five no. minutes. I mean, like yeah, the Ronda segment that was probably her strongest. Here's a problem. It's like even if they put forth something at this point of Raw that is well executed, mm-hmm. I find it hard to give a damn because the creative is still pretty lousy. Even Ronda's performance was good. A lot of that promo is really horribly written. It was so it was so enmeshed. Yeah, and there's I'm kind of curious to know your thoughts about this. Even though you and I tend to shy away when it comes to like social things. 
But like uh, some people were calling on Ronda, the creative behind Ronda's thing, yeah, as some slut shaming. No, they yeah, say. I saw that too. But I just thought it was a good line. I mean, it, I guess it could be both, couldn't it? I my my hat goes off to the Bellas for yeah. Oh man, the, the, they they just stood there and took it. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, and, and because you know some of that stuff, you know, it's pretty gnarly. It's pretty personal. Yeah, it's pretty personal. And they just stood there and took it. I thought I that mean, was great of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, th- that that particular line from Rhonda about Nikki knocking down the door of John Cena's bedroom was well executed. Damn, it good got line. a great response from the crowd. But I can understand why people would have an issue with it. Yeah, and, sure. and I guess the larger sense is. It's it's ground that's been uh, well worn in WWE uh, creative. Mm-hmm. Um, that particular aspect, the other stuff about them going back and forth about spotlight, who blazed the trail, yada yada. That's fine. I don't mind any of that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but just bringing up that personal the stuff. The specific John Cena it thing. Seemed, it's 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 a line to elicit a response from the crowd, which it did. In the end, it's fairly unnecessary. Yeah, I thought I thought it I thought it blo- I, number one. So I did think that the Ronda promo, I was, I had shocked face through a lot of it. Number one, just like stripping away the creative behind it. Ronda being out there, that was a lengthy promo. That yeah. was a lengthy and back she, and back and, and forth. She only messed, messed up one Even line. Even the mess up was really well covered. Yeah, it was fine. It wasn't like Leo Rush standing. And by the way, we'll talk about Leo Rush. Boy, one mess up and he, now he's got Vince in his ear giving him garbage every week. Oh, that poor guy. Um, Ronda's they're going to completely ruin Leo Rush and Bob Lashley because they have because Vince is in his ear. They already have Ronda Rousey. Her performance, I thought, was stellar. Regardless of what she said, she said everything with conviction. Yeah, her there performance was, was good. Barely any when so when she did, she stumbled once, and then they lost each other's lines once, which they covered for great both times. You know, whenever whenever like Kevin Owens stumbles, he'll like spit it out with more anger seemingly yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's what she did yeah you don't give the crowd time to be like you effed up you just go through it as if yeah, you're yeah. so passionate that's why you stumbled yeah exactly and she did exactly. that and i love that exactly the the thing ronda I, I feel like still needs to learn to have more than two speeds because mm-hmm. she came out last night and it was uh and it was you know still kind of happy to be here ronda yeah sure and then there's i'm extremely upset pissed off Rhonda. Yeah. There's really no in-between. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like there needs to be some in-between. I think she was getting there last night, though. A bit. Because I feel you, but I feel like her promo kind of was there when she was going through, like, what she was feeling and, oh, that was just my own naivete. I thought there was a lot. I was, I was very impressed. I was very impressed. And I thought it was an effective promo. So, I mean, when I, um, so I watched Raw kind of all over the map. I watched, like, kind of from the beginning and then I cut some of the, got some of the middle last night and this morning I watched the rest of it. I was like weirded out, not weirded out, but when they did that uh, uh, main event again. Um, it's the third at, time you've seen this movie. I was, uh, but I do feel, I do feel like, I think they're, they're, they got to be done with the Dogs I of War, so. right? You get power slammed by, look, number one, if Dolph Ziggler comes back next week and says, oh, I'm still part of this great faction, after you power slam me and week after week you say I'm the weakest link. Yeah. That, that would make no sense. So I'm hoping, None. hoping that the Dogs of War is over with. Done. It's done with. Because he got power slammed this week and uh, Braun and Drew. So it does feel like they're going in. It does feel like there was some some sort of uh, uh, stamps placed on like, okay, we're done with this. Yeah. I just don't, In a couple spots. I just don't feel like I'm given any real incentive to care other than the fact that, for example, I like Drew McIntyre a lot. Yeah. Nothing intrinsically in the story gives me any reason to care. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Well, because there's no um, real stakes. None. Yeah. 
It's just like it's all like and and I I, I, I this whole feud between Dogs of War and the Shield has been a huge step back for Braun. Huge. The crowd seems to care a lot less now. Yep. Yeah. Although Braun is the kind of guy he can he can come back. Oh, I know, but I mean they were on and maybe this is kind of why they did it. They were on the precipice of making Braun a huge face. Mm-hmm. And of course they want to make Roman this is conspiratorial stuff. There's no evidence to back this up. Other than just one's It's kind of what you see on the screen though. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. That they they kind of sabotage Braun's baby face push mm-hmm. so he doesn't challenge Roman Reigns. Yeah. He's yeah. top guy. There were some things that I <coughs> some other things that I liked sort of in the details. Some stuff that uh, especially I really love. I'll be honest with you guys. So I, I watch Raw usually not in one go. It's like impossible with like my you know, like Alabama's always asking me to go do stuff and Lacey gets home at like six. And so um, but I do really appreciate the tweets that we get. Mm-hmm especially when there's an abundance of potential references to our show as coincidental as they totally are. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think they're, they're really messing up with the shield stuff and I hope that oh, comes gosh, to yes. an end very soon. Um, but we did see a little bit of chill Roman last night. He literally said, you need to chill out. You, you need, need to, to chill, chill out, man. Anyways, um, let's read said, these. Now if you just said, be cool, man, let's get some of these super chats. Yeah. And uh, and then we'll get on with the Max Johnson of the show. Just wanted to say, hey, I was at Raw last night for my birthday wearing my Slayer shirt and got to meet some nice friendos. That's oh, Max, you should have taken a picture yeah, with some friendos, man. Yeah, yeah. If you we'll are, put them right here on the exactly, show. Exactly. Meet up some friendos at a show, take a picture, we'll put it on the show. Uh, Pi1203 rate. Wait, did I read that wrong? No, no I think Is that's this right. It's one of those things where the numbers mean letters. Anyways, Pi says, hey, guys, love the show. Keep doing you. Last night was the first time I saw a show live. Also, there was a We Want Gritty chance, chant that sadly didn't make it. Do you know what Gritty is? To TV. He's the mascot. Of oh, the Philadelphia for, Flyers, yeah. Okay, and he's like horrendously ugly. Yeah, he looks like a, it looks like a Muppet. <coughs> yeah. Uh, Lee Morris Pitt going on a three-day drinking binge for a friend's college graduation is going to be real. Oh, man, I already have a headache just looking Can't at do that, that anymore. sentence. Can't do that anymore. Mr. Blue 7, best Rousey promo. Looked like Nikki was crying. Yeah, that's her best, best oh, mic yeah, work Oh, for sure. Far. I thought she did fantastic. It was great. Yeah. Uh, a message retracted. Mysterious message, but th- we got $2 out of it, so that's awesome. Uh, Poo Poo on Crown Jewel. Uh, that's the name. That's not my opinion, although it kind of is. Says, uh, wow, taking a fat crap, love you guys. Might be like, thank you for your $2, but that's maybe too much information. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Joe Juarez. Hey, boyos, getting blazed off some... New Mexico? Green chili. Um, I'm assuming that's a reference, a drug reference. Yes. (laughs) Fear and loathe in NYC. Hey, friend knows riding the subway en route to getting... Wow. High as F. The OG (laughs) friendo Anton Shagir asked Taker to flip a coin. Uh, Oh, man. Do I do an Anton Shagir? Friendo. Friendo. You do an Anton Shigur. It's just you gotta just speak really deep. Yeah, yeah. I, he's got such an amazing voice. I know it's hard to do. Bums me out. They never they didn't cast him as Khan in that second. I Star know Trek that would have made all the sense. Captain in the Kirk. Because like, dude, he just stands there and you're terrified. Mm-hmm. He's great. He is great. Anyways, let's kick this thing off. It opened up with um, the Dogs of War coming out, and it's funny because you said this during the the, the brief recap. These days, when uh, bronze music hits. When Braun even says, get these hands, the crowd is so, like, less into it. Mm-hmm. This is a Philly crowd, too. They'll mm-hmm. be into anything. Mm-hmm. Or they'll crap on stuff. Yeah. Um, so they came out. Dolph did most, <coughs> most of the talking initially. And pretty much just said, Dolph said they're the best three-man uh, group in WWE. 
That's it. Yeah. That's pretty much the gist of all this. Drew well, did some talking too. I think Braun did as well anyways. The shield comes out and interrupts. Well, Seth and Roman came out. And Dolph said, you guys are outnumbered. Where's Dean? Yeah. And Seth says, he, he operates on lunatic time. He runs on Dean time. He runs on Dean time. He does what he wants to do. Yeah. But we're here. Drew, you're here. Let's have our match right now. Let's do it right now. And then they said, oh, looks like Baron Corbin totally sanctioned this to happen right now. So that's great. Um, so they did. They did also. We should mention this also. Um, Crown Jewel evidently still on. Um, if this, what, you, what you were reading earlier and just seemed like common sense. If the stock mar- if the stock price tumbles because of this, then they will probably change locations or cancel it. If the stock price holds steady, which it probably will, they'll, they'll just do it. Happen. I I do I. They won't they won't mention the the location of it. They won't talk about Saudi Arabia until they're actually there. And I have a hard time believing that's going to be interesting. I have a hard time believing we're going to get any propaganda videos. I know, I know what you said. I know it con- depends, contractually. It depends on the but, language of the contract. But I, I, I don't. There's, there's, there shouldn't. There's be. no way any of them are going to think, "Hey, this would be a great idea right now for everybody involved." I just, there most decidedly should not be any. Yeah. Um, in any event, <laughs> uh, that, that, so we got Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre to kick off Raw. This is a match of the night right here. Yeah, it was good. I mean, these two guys always pr- uh, produce quality matches. If nothing else, man, you can always get at least one really, really good pay-per-view well, level. Well, this was good. I wouldn't call it pay-per-view quality. It was good. Have you seen their pay-per-views lately? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the bar is pretty low for pay-per-view quality Especially matches. On, for Raw matches. Right. Um, so early on, Dolph comes out, keeps interfering in the match. Um, apparently, uh, at some point during this match, it hits Dean o'clock because he shows up. <laughs> um, he takes out Did Dolph. Did you just come up with that one? Yeah. That was good. I like that. Um, <laughs> it's Dean o'clock. <laughs> what time is it? It's Dean o'clock. It's Dean o'clock. He's good. Lunatic 30. Lunatic um, 30. Uh, so Drew goes to help out Dol- oh, Dolph because Dean's beating on him. Um, in the end, he ends up beating a stomp from That was Seth. great. Yeah, it was a pretty was awesome. well-timed segment. Seth rolls back in the ring right at nine. He wins via count out. He advances to World Cup determined best in the world. There's a finish move on 2K19 that I stumbled across when I was recreating Mecha Santa. Mm-hmm. He where, glows now, huh? Um, a lot. He glows. There's a lot of them that glows. His gauntlet. Yeah. He's, he wears like a cool necklace now. Um, when your dude is on the ground, like facing down. Or no, I think the finish is you like, throw a guy to the ground. You get like behind him. You sort of gouge his eyes. You position his neck and then you just stomp on his head. It's fantastic. Wow. It is Mecha Santa's finisher now. All right, that's good. So next we got the shield backstage and in a bit of a celebratory move or mood. Um, Seth kind of says, "Hey, Dean, I knew you'd come. You know, you run on you run on lunatic time. Ah, you run on lunatic time. time you always show up. Oh, I'm so funny, lunatic time. He runs on island time, which could be construed as offensive somehow. I think." <laughs> He runs on island time. But it was Dean who took offense. What did Seth, did Seth say that he ran on his own time? Oh, I, I, it, I think he did, but if, somebody talked over it. Yeah, there's a lot of talking over each other in the segment. So what is the deal with Dean's new gimmick of butthurt all the time? Is he going to be uh, offended by Seth calling him a lunatic? Why does he take it up with whoever is doing the marketing at WWE? And that's like his entire marketing thing is he's a lunatic friend. Take it up with Michael Cole who says it five times per Raw. Why would you put on a shirt that says lunatic? If you're going to be upset about somebody calling you lunatic. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Maybe he was upset that, yeah, I don't know. 
He like, just oh, that's what I'm here for is just to be unpredictable and, and save your tails when you need saving. Save yeah, that's, been, that's your character. Do you need to talk to Vince to like rebrand yourself or yeah. something? Do you want to be a supernatural guy? What do you want to be? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to be a Bowels of the Earth? Do you want to go back guy? to CZW and take uh, <laughs> pa- uh, power saws to the head? I doubt you want to do that. <laughs> right, exactly. It's not Dean O'Clock meets CZW, is it? <laughs> oh, man. So uh, that was, yeah, it was weird. It's not a it's not a good character development, and right, and that's when that's when Roman says, "Just chill out, man." And they said again later too. Yeah, I know it's great. It's awesome. They're taking our. And freaking... then next we had this kind of cheesy uh, promo from the Brothers of Destruction. See, I a, like this too. It shot last week <laughs> in a boiler room. Yeah, it was just kind of corny, man. <clears throat> yeah, corny. come on, man. You got to call it when it's when it's fun. This was so silly, and then uh, because on one thing, uh, for one thing, like Kane said something like. Uh, now that Degeneration X is back together, they've got three words for you. Suck it, or whatever, two words for you. Well, we've got three words for you. Rest in peace. I swear to God, freaking Undertaker's going to say, like a dog. No. Damn it. Could have said put you down, though. Is, is it just me, or is, is HBK not the only guy who looks uncomfortable with this whole thing? Kane honestly has, like, underneath his mask... Like when you look at his mouth and kind of his eyes, he kind of just looks like he'd rather be, you know, doing his actual work as mayor. I know. Because apparently it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. It's a pretty big job of his. But I don't know. Maybe they send him PowerPoint presentations via email or stuff. Oh, I don't know. I'm guessing. Could be. I mean, I'm guessing they filmed that thing last week anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that was funny. Uh, Next up, Ember Moon and Nia Jax versus Dana Brooke and Tamina. So Tamina's Uh, back. That's cool. Um, yeah, that's great. They announced the Evolution uh, Battle Royal for Future Women's title shot. They didn't say which one. I guess whatever depends on what brand. I would guess. Um, this was hilarious because um, I, I mentioned this to you before yeah, the cameras were. I was unaware of this. Um, Luke Owen over there at Wrestle Talk. Uh, we really like Wrestle Talk. Um, posted a tweet um, that had ever, like responses from I would say seven, six or seven. It was Peyton. It was the Iconics. Carmella, Mandy Rose, pretty much all the Lana, women's competitors in the battle. Royale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and Naomi, and it was all those all their react seeming and and you look at the timestamp on these, all their reactions within a half hour of each other. Yeah, yeah. To this, and they were all disappointed or disgusted gifts of themselves. And, and except in Naomi's case, one of them was her. The other one that she she posted too was like Pennywise a cl- drinking or a clown drinking booze. Yeah, and I was I was like, oh my god! Like number one, it seems like they might have just found out about this. Like Carmella was champion ten minutes ago, so that's got to be annoying for her. Wow, they're not going to do like a tag title thing. They're just going to put them on a battle royal. It's a good idea. Get some all screen time. Like, what the heck? Man, I was just surprised that they all, because I don't know, like, you got to figure they're probably all on the road together. Yeah. They're probably, like, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, is, it was obvious they're literally with each other. Yeah. Because there's one up at 9.01. Yeah, yeah. Whatever time like the they were. The first one yeah. Naomi put up was about 8.25. Yeah. Then, yeah. 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 It all seemed like they were at the <coughs> the Monday night SmackDown house show. Yeah. And heard or saw the news on Twitter probably and yeah. all responded to it. And Lana deleted hers. I don't even know what hers was. Man, that sucks, dude. Uh, so uh, Ember Moon got the pin on Dana Brooke after the eclipse. 
This actually made me laugh. See, I was actually paying attention to this episode for whatever reason. When uh, Ember Moon got the pin on Dana Brooke, the camera was like right here, right? And like, and it's just, you know, it's whatever. It's the ringside camera. And Dana Brooke looks, she like gets the pin like this. So she's looking at the camera. You're the camera, right? And Ember Moon's hair was in her face. So she goes like this as she's getting pinned and then just sort of dead eyed the camera. <laughs> she realized like, the camera's on. You it. just got the eclipse, man. Close your damn eyes. That's funny. What are you doing? Anyways. Anyway, so after the match, Tamina super kicks Naya. Um, and then Ember and Tamina toss Naya over the top rope. Because mm-hmm. everybody in this match was, is in the Battle Royal. And to win a Battle Royal, you have you to toss someone over the top rope. Over the top rope. Uh, Ember Moon tries to do the same to Tamina. Tamina kind of reverses it, and then Dana pushes them both over the top rope. And then, so she stands tall to finish the segment. Good for her. I like Dana Brooke a lot. I do too. You know what's sad, man, is that I went back and watched, um, I mentioned this to you like a month ago or whatever, weeks ago. I was rewatching Breaking Ground. And she is such a star on I that know, show. I know. And I'm like, man, she, I know. they really, man. They dropped the ball. They really did. Um, after that, we talked about this quite a bit. It was a Ronda Rousey promo where she wanted an explanation from the Bellas about why they attacked her. Bellas uh, come out to the ramp. So they don't need to give her an explanation, and then they do. Yeah. And <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, and then Ronda starts talking all sorts of trash. Um, There's a lot of great lines yeah, there. They had about how because the Bella said, you know, you weren't, you haven't done anything here. We're the Trailblazers here in WWE. The mm-hmm. women's title wouldn't exist without us. Without our reality shows, there wouldn't be as many women and, and little girls in the seats here in the mm-hmm. arena. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ronda says, "Well, I've been a Trailblazer <laughs> all my career in judo and strike force and UFC." Mm-hmm. Um, and she and right, to- and then she says, "And right here in my home in the WWE." Right here at home in WWE. Yeah. Which I like. That, that's a great line. Yeah. I thought they did a really good job with this. And then she goes on about how they rip off their the men in their lives. Or in Nikki's yeah. case, their, the ex in, their, in her life. Plagiarizing and diminishing their, their men's, men's moose set, which is a weird line. That's terrible. Oh, I like that line. Really? Yeah. Oh, I liked it. I, the crowd ate it up, too. It's, no, I don't mind the sentiment. It's just... That's, 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 you think it's very formal writing? Yes. Is that your problem with yes. it? Yes. It is very formal, which is maybe why I like it. To whom it may concern. I know. You, sir, seem to be, it's like uh, the 17th regarding, regarding Regarding the appropriation of your <laughs> your men's... Of uh, your gentlemen's... Move sets. Move sets. Vis-a-vis... Uh, your performance in the ring. Yes, kicks. And a towel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. Um, so anyways... Uh, and then she does the John Cena line. Crowd pops. Um, and then she says, well, let's... Let's Come fight. on down here so I can rip your arms off. Yeah, and they start to walk. Well, they take a step down. Nikki does her, her dance. She rips off her, like, well, overshirt. Well, she does when, when she's about to go to yeah, the ring. Yeah, and then she does the dance thing. And then stops. And that brings the men out. Security out. <laughs> security out. So she has, they have a wall of security in front of them as they walk down towards the ring. Rhonda comes out, beats the heck out of all the security guys, and the bellows just disappear. Mm-hmm. So that was all great. Anyways, next up we had Chad Gable and Bob Roode backstage. They run to vacation Kurt Angle, chill uh, Angle man. Yeah, vacation chill angle. angle. And he's talking about how how vacation has rejuvenated him. Mm-hmm. He feels yeah. great. Um, he runs into No Way Jose. They talk back and forth a little bit, and then hey man, Baron Corbin pops into frame. Well, we forgot you forgot to mention Gable saying that he or uh, Roode saying you look great. You look awesome. You look absolutely. And then Gable cut him off and said, glorious. And then Bob Roode 
kind of goes just hating life yeah that's that's right immediately he he was like dude i need some liquid courage right now because i'm about to take this guy's head off mm-hmm. i really wish that would be bob rude's new gimmick it's like he's so sick of chad gable that he just turns to the bottle goes down like a really dark path there yeah goes into meetings then yeah maybe you know maybe get some of that beer money gut going there you go james storm comes in <laughs> we finally bring in james storm um and then baron puts kurt in a match Handicap match against Authors of Pain. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Next, we had Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler. Another qualifying match to get into the World Cup to, to determine, determine the best in the world. The best in the world. I didn't say best superstar in the world last night at all. Michael Cole said. World it's Cup. back to being on brand. World Cup determined the best in the world. Back to being on brand. Um, at some point during this match, Dolph started selling knee injury. He does it again. Uh, distracts the ref. So Drew comes down, goes after Dean. Seth makes the save, and then Dean off the top rope drops an elbow on both of them. At one point, Seth tries to help Dean up. Dean pushes him off. Mm-hmm. Walk, gets back in the ring, walks right into a super kick. Dolph wins. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the ring, Seth gets in there, starts asking Dean what his problem is. Dean pushes past him to walk out of the ring, walks up the ramp. Seth gives chase. They're up on the top of the stage. They start pushing and arguing. Uh, Chill Roman comes out and tells everybody to chill out. Says, just be chill, man. Yeah, dude. He was like pushing away. He was like, and then Dean was like, whose side are you on? He said, I'm not on anybody's side, man. I'm on Roman's side. I'm on everybody's side. Yeah. You guys want some Coronas. I'm on I'm on a beach party side. Exactly. He's like, I know somebody out here has a beach ball. Can we have some fun? Yeah. Let's, you let's, know. let's just hit around the beach ball a little bit. <laughs> uh, Baron comes out and says, um, you know, I don't want to see you guys fall apart right now. Not on my watch. Here's, you have an opportunity to, to make up for your loss last week. For the third time in the last, what, two weeks, three weeks? Shield versus Dogs of War, six-man tag match main event. Vince really loves this match, so we're going to do it for a third time now. Third time now? But it's probably going to be last time because now um, Shield's going to be okay. Sorry, I just ruined the, the finish of the match. Uh, after that, we had the Dogs of War backstage all bitching at each other again. Well, it was like Drew trying to strategize. He and Dolph are on the same page, and Braun pulls that crap again. He's like, you guys are here for me. You have to admit, man, the idea of Drew versus Braun is a lot of money. That sounds like yeah, it's going to be really why, cool. That's why I said I really wasn't in the road of the very end, because yeah. I like Drew a lot. Yeah. He should be top guy. I'm really geeked out for that. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah. should be cool. Unless yeah. you just use it for a way to get Braun over. Entirely possible. And then they de-push Braun to get Roman over again. Again, entirely possible. It's all just one cycle of hell, Larson. It really is. It's all in an effort. I tell you, they're just mortgaging every aspect of Raw's future on getting Roman over. Uh, next, Finn Balor versus Jinder Mahal. Mo- n- most nerdworthy thing about this match is that Sumir Singh is back. He's back from his knee injury, and we saw the workout videos. He's jacked. Yeah, he's jacked, but they put him in like um, some Indian garb, uh, so you can't really tell. Um, they didn't. They nobody. Oh, Finn had an, uh, an entrance here. Jinder did not. No. <laughs> so and Bailey was with Finn. The only way I knew uh, that Samir was back was like you can sort of see him in the background at first, and then Corey Graves said, "Why are we not talking about the elephant in the room here? Samir Singh is back." And Michael Cole literally said, "Who?" Yeah. Um, the banter between the the commentators is actually pretty good here because Renee Young and Corey Graves was fully on board Jinder and Samir being back. Yeah. To kind of a comical degree. Yeah. And Michael Cole was no-selling the entire yeah. thing, yeah, saying you guys are ridiculous. That and then when uh, Corey Graves said that Kurt Angle was dressed like Hunter S. Thompson later on the show. Yeah. And both 
Corey Graves and Michael Cole seem like they're going other way to make each other laugh. Yeah. Yeah, that was That was good. pretty funny. Hey, we got a new patron too. Lee Morris Pitt. Thank you, Lee Morris Thank Pitt. Thank you, Lee Morris Pitt. Uh, Finn wins with the coup de grace. Um, and then uh, as soon as he wins, Leo Rush and Bob Lashley come out. Vince, get out of Leo Rush's ear. Dude. Just so, do it. So he comes Just out two weeks ago. He stumbles a bit because that whole Seattle thing was happening. And ever since then, Vince has been in his See, ear. See, do you think it's that, that he stumbled once? Or is it that Vince has taken a personal interest in the development of Bobby Lashley's character? I think that's more likely. That could be. That's it's um, entirely possible. Therefore, he is, he is overexerting his own influence to such a degree that he's micromanaging every Micromanagement. word that yeah. Leo Rush is saying, yeah. which just makes Leo Rush, it deprives Leo Rush of, of one of his greater talents. So for for... All of a sudden, all the work that Leo Rush did in proving that he could get on the mic and be okay. Mm-hmm. And then Vince says, I don't trust. I don't know. I kind of feel like it might have been the stumble. People stumble all the time. Ronda Rousey stumbled last night. You think he's going to start dictating? To yeah, but you can't her? put an earpiece in everybody's ear. I understand that. Yeah. But I'm saying once. Well, okay. Alone, no, no, no. Ronda Rousey stumbled. But she recovered really quickly. Leo Rush did not. Well, Bob Roode stumbled, and he didn't get at your piece after that. <laughs> Dolph has stumbled. He, st- he stumbled pretty bad, too. Um, yeah, no, you got a good point. You're probably right. You're probably right. It's terrible, too, because how much does this, does this smack of, like, the mid-aughts when you had guys like Umaga, who has, like, your obnoxious heel manager, and then your silent... Bob Lashley is a hell of a personality. Yeah. He really is. He can he be. He really yes. he can is, be, yeah. you know, and let's make him completely silent and let's have Vince awkwardly in Leo Rush's ear. Oh, man. And then take away the one thing that actually wowed the crowd. Leo Rush doing his crazy Spider-Man moves. Take all that away because Vince wants another Umaga. Or I guess I don't remember how they booked or how they marketed Lashley. When he was, was he ever a heel back in the day? I wasn't I really was, watching I remember that him much. having a manager. <coughs> Me either, but I don't know. But then I, at the end of this, ma- uh, well, Lashley yeah, took was, on was Tyler Trump Breeze. manager? Oh, I don't think for any long period. <laughs> uh, so Lashley took on Tyler Breeze, pretty much a squash match. Lashley went over with his finisher the whole time. Of course, Leo Rush was trying to get to the Lashley. Yeah. Lashley. Okay, Leo, here. here now. That. You know what's funny, too, is that there are some lines that commentary was delivering during this that I'm pretty sure were Vince also. Oh, probably. So this dude was back there at gorilla position. Michael Cole voice. All right. Now tell him that he's a great specimen. All right. Now Leo Rush. Lashley. Like he's sitting there just pressing buttons with people's names on them. I know. And then saying what he wants them to say. Yeah. It's actually kind of an impressive feat when you think about it. It is to a degree, but also it, it saps anything <laughs> interesting out of this entire program. It's um, It's fascinating. Because of how soul-crushing it has to be yeah, for and these people. What I was getting to at the end of Bob Lashley's match, you see the look on his face? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man. Ooh. Not he into is it, not man. enjoying it. He's not into it. As bad as his creative was with the Sami Zayn stuff, at least there was times where he had a smile and seemed like he might be kind of enjoying himself. He got to play around a little bit with yeah. it. Yeah. This just seems boring for him. Yeah. He's, he just he goes, goes out there. there. Well, he flexes now. Oh, yeah. He does a flexing thing. Does this. And then he goes and squashes Tyler Breeze while Leo Rush is forced to be annoying. Uh, Mike Bannon-Brown here in chat says Lashley was always a face, never a heel till his second run in TNA. Oh, okay. <coughs> he was a heel in TNA, not his first one. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. 
But anyways, that, that's... I love learning here on the show, Me Lashley. too. That's not a great trajectory for Bob Lashley or Leo Rush right now. Nope. Uh, next, we had a Trish and Lita promo. It was pretty much instantly interrupted by Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. This whole thing was really awkward. There was no natural flow to it. And then when Trish and Lita did the Allen Iverson practice thing, it seemed it was really forced. All right. I so get they were in Philadelphia. Once again, I have to clarify something. What? We try our damnest to be positive here. I got until Alexa Bliss did the pointing thing to mock... Trish Stratus, I fast forwarded. I could, I, I couldn't. It was so cringy. It's really, it was really. Oh, it got worse. It did because they started doing the surprising. practice stuff. I can't do. I can't do that. I can't. It's just. It's, and if you're gonna do the the practice bit, you got to get a pop. Because here's yeah. And no. there was like a polite yeah kind of appreciation. oh you know that reference yeah because like Lacey was in there doing her homework and uh, and I was like I know I know she's gonna like look up. And be like, what is this crap? And then I'll have to explain it to her, which makes me cringe even more. And I just, I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm just fast forwarding it. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I'm supposed to watch the entire thing for you guys. I couldn't. I, I just couldn't. I was like, dude, just put don't a, apologize for it. Just put a freaking gun in my head right now. It just wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a quality segment. It's so, but what is with that? There's like, know. there's some writer there who's responsible for like the Bailey, this is your life. For all of like Alexa Bliss's stuff, minus the uh, the moment of blisses, I find those hilarious. They can be, yeah. The moment of blisses are hilarious. Usually because of the little details. It is. It totally like is. Breedable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She burped in my face. That's yeah, funny. That is funny. That's funny. So maybe it's the same writer. If it is, maybe you need to figure out what your strengths are because this kind of stuff is not the strength. Yeah, not it. it. Really isn't. Not it. Uh, next backstage, <laughs> Bailey. She runs the Riot Squad. They talk some trash. Imagine going to work and like, cause Bailey was like walking down the hallway with a big smile on her face. Imagine going to work oh, and then just pee three people are there, three yeah. coworkers and they just run you down. I know. That would suck. Yeah. It can't be fun. Kind of like ruined. Took a shit on her day there, right there. I know. Um, and then, and then, oh, that was okay. So after that, I was going to get to the other ride squad bit. I'll save that. We find. Okay. After that, we had, El- that was, it's just a waste. <laughs> Hold on, we'll get there. After that, we had the see. This is the funny thing is that when you consider an episode garbage, there's got to be some fun stuff to talk about. Yeah, and at least there is here. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had El, El Conquistador, who's supposed to be Kurt, Kurt Angle, Angle yes. uh, versus Authors of Pain. Corey Graves found it um, odd that Kurt Angle would travel with the El Conquistador outfit, yes. and not his own ring gear. Well, earlier on, Kurt Angle said, "I didn't bring my ring gear." Yeah. But he did bring the El... On the other hand, uh, Kurt Angle did tweet out a picture of him in the El Conquistador outfit saying that he was going to role play with his wife sexually later that night. And his wife chimed in on Instagram saying, oh, yeah. And they were like going at it. I was like, oh, old people doing it. Good for them, though. Healthy sex life. Yeah. So Corbin brought out a chair to watch. On the top of the ramp. On the top yeah. of the ramp, which was great. He did the backwards chair thing yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, AOP, of course, <laughs> wins handily, uh, pinning El Conquistador after a powerbomb neckbreaker. Right. Uh, Drake Maverick implores AOP to rip the mask off El Conquistador. Yeah. They do. It's just some jobber. Angle runs out in the Hold ramp. Hold on. It's not just some jobber. They ripped that mask off. Camera goes in for a close-up on McCory Graves says, who's that slob? <laughs> That's messed up, yeah, man. Messed up. That poor guy. So Engel runs out, gives a Corbin and Engel slam on the stage, and then there's a bunch of fear and loathing in Las Vegas references after that. Yeah, that was good. Corey Graves really yelling good. backcountry. That was pretty good. So then 
uh, the we see uh, a close up of Natalia's uh, dressing room door. Dressing room. Yeah, had a little name on it. Probably just some closet. They put her because no, here's the thing. Like only Brock Lesnar has his own locker room. Of all the superstars on the roster, I can think of maybe one that would have her own dressing room would be Rhonda. But yeah. given how Rhonda loves to talk about being part of the family, even that I doubt she does. Yeah, because as far as I know, the only person who confirmed has their own locker room is Brock Lesnar. It'd be Brock, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I don't see anybody else. So, I mean, just watching this and knowing this is just some broom closet, they stuck a, a little placard on saying Natalia. Yeah. And then the Riot Squad comes up and wastes, just wastes some perfectly good condiments. Well, the ketchup and mustard, they squirt it on there. Ruby Riot takes her hand and starts like rubbing it on the door and then rips off the name thing. And I'm thinking like that promo they did a month ago when she was like, we find beauty and we find beauty and weird things like a broken window yeah. and rubbing ketchup and mustard on people's doors and taking their cheaply made placard off their would be or supposed to be locker room. Yeah, this was this was truly bizarre. Like you're, you have a week to come up with some way that the riot squad can mess things up and you come up with ketchup and mustard. What is that? It's not good. That's what it is, Steve. It's so weird. It's not good. It's pretty funny, though. Such a waste. Perfectly good mustard and ketchup. They just wasted. Um, when uh, Do you eat ketchup with your french fries? Of course. If you don't have any ketchup, what's your backup? Nothing. Really? Yeah. You'd rather have nothing? Not even like um, barbecue sauce? No. No? Really? No, I really don't need barbecue sauce anymore. Yeah. I go with, um, sometimes I'll go with mustard with my fries. Mm-mm. I'll have a little thing. It. Yeah. It does. Mustard is very overpowering. Yeah. Like they used to use it. Uh, they used to weaponize it. Exactly. A little War bit of mustard one. goes a long way. <laughs> it does. And I like mustard. Yeah. But. I like my fries weaponized, to be honest. Okay. All I right. prefer it that way. All right. So next we had a match. Ruby Riot versus Natalia. Natalia, before the match starts, gets the mic, says, oh, you think I'm going to come down there by myself and get beat up by the three of you? <clears throat> Wrong. I got some friends. First, Bailey comes out, and, and then Natalia says, she's not the only one. Sasha's back. Oh, yeah, because Riot Squad was giving Bailey crap about Sasha now being around. Yeah. So totally fortunate. Sasha's back. Um, Natalia puts uh, Ruby in sharpshooter. Sarah Logan runs in, breaks up the pin. DQ. DQ. They brawl. Faces stand tall in the segment. Yep. It's probably going to be a tag match at uh, Evolution, huh? Seems to be the case. At least they're not going to be in that battle royal that all all the women seem to hate to be in. They're going to be the battle royal. I got here. Continue. I'll suit the list of the battle royal participants. Sounds good. And then we'll see their reactions on Twitter. The other ones who, um, although it's probably just the people that reacted and then the people that were in that tag match. Is there anybody else? Anyways, um, Elias was backstage. He had a production assistant there. And Elias was uh, trying to find his green pick. Oh, he did fail to mention that Tori Wilson. Oh, that's right. NWO Tory Wilson is going to be in the battle yeah. royal. Oscar's and I, in it too. And I love uh, Renee Young on commentary said, "Oh, Tori Wilson. When I was growing up, she was one of my favorite whatevers." And I'm like, Tori Wilson wasn't anybody's favorite except for uh, Shane Douglas and Billy Kidman. They had that Viagra on a pole match. Mm-hmm. That was a Vince Russo thing. Oh yes. Anyways, so Elias is looking at his picks and he said, "Where's my green one?" Production assistant said, I don't know where it is. And then Elias, like, he produced, he, he knocks one and produces it from behind his ear. He's it like, a test. He said, This was a test. I'm like, How am I supposed to know it's behind your ear, man? It's like he did that magic trick and produced a quarter from behind somebody's ear. You ever been interested in uh, learning about magic? No, not really. I know one card trick. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, um, it's not, even, it's not even a good one. I've been fascinated at some, like, whenever I've like taken the time to learn how magic tricks are done. 
I'm always super underwhelmed. Exactly. I'm like, I, could, I don't know. The, you, know, you have to have a lot of like coordination. Like the cards are like, you're supposed to not know the cards right here. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I'm supposed to hold it like this and I you're know. supposed to think that my hand is normal. Right there. <laughs> right, exactly. I know. I know. And then I'm like, ooh. It's all sleight of hand and diversion and stuff. <laughs> right. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, Elias comes out, drops a promo, talks a bunch of crap about Philadelphia. Um, he's interrupted by Apollo Crews. Uh-huh. That was cool. Yeah. Apollo getting some TV time. No, that was okay. So I liked that a lot. That was good. He comes out. Apollo Cruz is talking. He's going to get a little push. Yeah, like a little push. A little push, and then he'll probably sink back into a into. A, I don't know, man. If he here's the thing about Apollo Cruz. I like this promo because he was saying, "I'm not funny. I don't dance." Um, I wish Apollo would do this. If you're listening, Apollo. When Drew McIntyre talks on the mic, and I know a lot of it has to do with like natural grizzly charisma. But he's got such an intensity. Mm-hmm. Go ask Drew, what do you do to bring that intensity? Mm-hmm. Like, is there are there any, I don't want to say tricks, but is there anything that you specifically sort of do to yeah, sort well, of bring that level it, of intensity? It, it, I mean, if you're talking like in terms of a performance as an actor would prepare, yeah. preparation. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Like, do, do you think, do you think, now Drew has been doing it for, for longer than Apollo Cruz has. Yeah. You think Drew looks in a mirror or... Uh, is on the road and is practicing over and over again. Oh, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, practice does make practice. That's nothing about Ronda. They probably gave her that script last week. Yeah. yeah they're not giving her that 10 minutes in advance. No. And so Apollo just needs to do that. Like, that's the 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 piece of uh, advice that Stone Cold, that Kevin Owens claimed Stone Cold gave him 10 keep years talking. ago. Just keep talking. Always keep talking. And if Apollo Crews can get the intensity down, mm-hmm. um then, you know, he has everything in the ring. Yes. It's just whatever comes out of your mouth has to be compelling. Mm-hmm. If they tell you to read part of a phone book, Drew McIntyre can make that compelling. Oh, hell yeah. If Apollo Crews can do that, then he'll go a long way. Yes. And I want to see that. Yes, me too. Uh, segment ends with Apollo Crews uh, kicking Elias in the head. In Sigiri, I believe. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, just a quick little bit of Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose talking backstage. Uh-huh. I guess they're kind of cool again. Um, yeah. Uh, lead us to our main event, Dogs of War versus The Shield. There's uh, at least twice that uh, Seth was pushed into Dean. Okay, let's hear it. Go ahead. So Dean's uh, trying to pin, I think, uh, Drew. Okay. And Dolph, yeah, he hits a dirty deed. Yeah, he hits a dirty deed. And then Dolph shoves Seth into Dean to break up the pin. Yeah. Time-honored tradition, dude. But just from Dean's perspective, think about it. What would implore Seth... To break up a pin for no reason that would secure a win for his team. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Why get mad at Seth for that? Yeah. He didn't do it. It 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 boggles the mind. I don't get the motivation from a character perspective why Dean would get it in his face and be upset about that. Yeah. I mean they've done that kind of thing before. I know, and you know? rarely does it ever make sense. Yeah, it never really makes sense. And it, it, it bothers me. Yeah. Not a fan of it. Not a fan. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Because earlier you. on, Drew and Dolph hit the, the Claymore zigzag combo on Roman. Dean and Seth break up the pin. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, uh, Braun is in the corner. Uh, Drew was running to try to give uh, Roman a Claymore. Roman move moves. He Claymores Braun instead. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, Dean pins Dolph after a shield powerbomb. That was actually kind of a cool segment. Yep. Transition to the shield powerbomb. After the match, Braun starts yelling at everybody. And then uh, he uh, uh, gives uh, Dolph a power slam, turns around, eats Claymore mm-hmm. purposely from mm-hmm. Drew. That was great. 
give Drew all the titles. Drew is the best. Yeah, Drew is the best, and I'm looking forward to that. Looks like we're having problems with the stream here. We gave you 46, 47 good minutes of, of lag-free stream, people. So maybe watch the rest yes. of it um, when you can. Um, we got a SmackDown 1000 preview right now. Let's take a look at this. Rey Mysterio to face Shinsuke Nakamura in a world WWE World Cup to determine best in the world qualifying match at SmackDown 1000. Do you think, it says here, did you think SmackDown 1000 couldn't get any bigger? Think again. In his first match on SmackDown Live since 2014, the returning Rey Mysterio will square off with the United States champion Shinsuke Nakamura in a WWE World Cup qualifying match. The field in this eight-man tournament to determine the best in the world is already incredibly star-studded with 16-time world champion John Cena, Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle, and former world champions Seth Rollins. Well, he's the current intercontinental champion. Dolph Ziggler, Jeff Hardy, and Randy Orton already punching their tickets to WWE Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. It's sure to be a thrilling qualifying match as Mysterio will look to use his speed and inimitable high-flying ability to keep the king of strong style on his toes while Nakamura will attempt to stop the ultimate underdog in his tracks with his arsenal of devastating strikes. Who will walk away from this dream match with the place in the WWE World Cup to determine best in the world? Find out during SmackDown Live's historic 1,000th episode tonight at 8, 7 central on USA. Yeah, The Undertaker comes to SmackDown 1,000. They stop every, every one of these paragraphs ends except oh, for the last that, yeah. one with 8, 7 central. Yeah. On what is sure to be a historic night, one of WWE's greatest legends will be in attendance as The Undertaker will make his presence felt at SmackDown 1,000. The Phenom was the top dog on the blue brand for a number of years, leading the way as the world heavyweight champion while taking part in unforgettable rivalries against fearsome competitors like Batista, Edge, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, and his own brother, Kane! Fresh off devastating Triple H and Shawn Michaels at WWE Super Showdown, what does a dead man have in store? Find out during SmackDown's 1,000th episode tonight, 8, 7 Central on USA Network. All right. Oh, yeah, uh, they really do. Let's see here. Uh, Evolution reunites. Triple H, Batista, Randy Orton, and Ric Flair to appear at SmackDown 1000. I mentioned you off camera. It's weird that they're not advertising Batista more. They're really underselling Batista's, uh, yeah, <laughs> all this. The band is back together. At SmackDown 1000 tonight, Evolution reunites. Triple H, Batista, Randy Orton, and Ric Flair will be in Washington, D.C. for the historic event. Evolution is comprised of some of the most successful superstars in history, including a man who currently stars in one of the biggest movie franchises in cinema history. Yeah. There are 49 world championship reigns between the four members who ran roughshod through the WWE on Raw yeah. from 2002 to 2005, then rode again for a vicious rivalry with The Shield in 2014. Which they lost. What does Evolution have in store as they make their first ever appearance on the blue brand during this groundbreaking night? Find out during SmackDown's 1000th episode tonight at 8, 7 Central on USA Network. Rusev takes on The Miz in WWE World Cup qualifying match on SmackDown 1000. Rusev goes one-on-one with The Miz and determined one of the final SmackDown Live superstars for WWE World Cup determined best in the world. The Bulgarian brute will look to move past last, the last few weeks, which saw Aiden English try to drive a wedge between Rusev and his wife, Lana. The Miz is also trying to exercise demons as he attempts to get over his lightning-quick loss to Daniel Bryan at WWE Super Showdown two weeks ago. The winner of this battle will join... We've already seen all these names. John Cena, Kurt Angle, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, Dolph Ziggler, Seth Rollins, the winner of Rey Mysterio versus Shinsuke Nakamura, an eight-man tournament tournament the best in the world. Who will advance WWE Crown Jewel? Ooh. Uh, Let's answer some questions here. Josh Lazo on a poo break. Just stopped in to say hi. Again, way too much info. Yes. Uh, Discord GM Cody Miles. What's worse with the Saudi situation? 
Uh, <laughs> this is Cody Miles here. Linda being on the president's cabinet and Vince being in bed with Saudi uh, with the Saudis or a libertarian mayor being in the main event of the show. That's all you, Cody Miles. I don't know. Uh, Twinewinder one. John Cena complained to Undertaker about Nikki breaking his door. Ring, 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 ring. Oh, oh, who am I, Undertaker? Of here? course. Uh, come on in. Oh, hey, John. Good to see you, old friend. Mark, I have a question for you. Oh, WrestleMania 35. You're going to be my retirement match. I'm going to go into the Hall of Fame, and then I'm going to put you down like a dog. Oh, that should be a lot of fun. Has Michelle ever broken your door? What? It's Michelle, your wife. Yeah. Michelle! Did she break my door? Michelle! John wants to know if you broke my door. My door's fine, John. What's wrong with my door? No, my concern is not your door, Mark. It's my I'm, door. I, I might need another lock, though, because I think my brother, Kane, has been trying to get in there and steal some of my treats that I keep under my pillow. I got some I got some little Debbie cakes down there, man. Star Crunch, Fudge Rounds, and Oatmeal Cream Pies. Rest in dog. Thanks for your help, Mark. Oh, goodness. Fear and loathe in NYC between the time Corbin told him about his match. How in kayfabe did Kurt Angle find and get someone to find the AOP? Oh, did someone to face the AOP in a handicap match? He just found some slob backstage. Just a travel agent. <laughs> exactly, yeah. He was like, oh, this is a no. He found like a, a fan he put up on Twitter really quick. Oh, hey, win a chance to be on WWE Raw. <laughs> and, then, and whoever responded found some guy who looked nothing like him. Yeah. Didn't even have the body. There at the body. Who's better, Vacation Kurt or Vacation Okada? Oh, Vacation Okada. Oh, man. Vacation think, Okada lives the life, I don't man. think we're going to be saying a whole lot of Vacation Kurt. Fear and Loathe in NYC is Chill Kurt gimmick infringement. Is what? Is Chill Kurt. Oh, man. I'll, I'll happily give those ideas away. Yeah, man. Here's the thing. It's not just a gimmick. That's a way of life. <laughs> Absolutely. It's one that we advocate. Nemo, do you think it's on purpose that they have not said that Crown Jewels in Saudi Arabia once throughout the show? Or at least I didn't hear it. You're it's not dreaming, it. man. It's not, it wasn't an accident. That was not an accident. Uh, Lake Lock, I haven't watched Raw in a few weeks. It's given me a chance to catch up on some comic books. Do you have any recommendations for comic books or watching Raw? Uh, <laughs> uh, Batman Damned. It shows Batman's dingus. They literally did that. Wow. Uh, iconic Bud Ryan. Uh, should nobody looks like me, nobody smells like me be on Lashley's next t-shirt. Yeah. 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 Nobody looks like him. Nobody smells like him. Lashley. 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 Robbie, 1896. Since when is a World Cup filled with only Americans? I guess that means Rusev is going over. Well, the World Series is too. Well, okay. No, it's not. Because teams have a wide variety of cultures on them. Um, what's that now? I guess it means Rusev has to win. Oh, man, Miz is going over. Yeah, no. Aiden English. Gonna, yeah, the, that's the funny thing is that Rusev totally should. I know. Uh, let's see here. Um... Soul FGC, Kenny Omega telling Tama Tonga the time is Dean o'clock. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Tama, do you know what time it is? Who the fuck time is it? It's Dean o'clock, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Good luck in WWE. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Canon SG, hey, friendos, that's your best blind friendo. Hello. Hello. Oh, that's it? No question? Yeah, that's just it. Just saying hi. Uh, let's see here. Wayne Maker. Baron's character is just gen generic. 
Jock from Saved by the Bell. Fact. Who? Baron's character is a generic jock. Oh, I kind of see that. I kind of see that. Oh, generic jock. Okay. A jock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Zach, you're going to be in a match against AC Slater this week. Real Retarsky says, underrated dip for fries. Sour cream. Well, it makes sense. I've never thought about it, but it makes total sense. On your baked potato. You want a baked potato? I got some sour cream, too. No, I'm not into it. No, real. Well, let's think about it. You don't put sour cream. I know you're not a dairy guy. No, I don't put sour cream on anything. But sour cream is a very it's a it's a time honored tradition to put on most baked I potatoes. That. So why wouldn't it go with fries? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it'd fit. Seems weird, right? But yeah, I think it, it should. It shouldn't seem weird. I don't know. Real, real retarded. I don't put ketchup on my baked you know potatoes. You know what's good on? No, I don't either. You know what I've tried before that's actually pretty good is maple syrup with French fries. That's good. Maple syrup with French fries. A little fries. maple syrup on it. it's delicious. I put maple syrup on. Well, no, I don't. On hash browns. No, sometimes I'll make a Hilton sandwich. Uh, he told me about this. Uh, take two waffles, put peanut butter between them, oh, yeah. and dip it in maple syrup. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I remember that. Resolute germ. Can we get rid of Vince already? Yeah, Lashley. Lashley. Well, let's see here. Josh Little, is there anyone to compete with Ronda and Raw right now, now until Shayna or Candice is called up? Too sweet. Hearty handshake and shoulder lean. No. Until uh, Charlotte, maybe. Until Charlotte comes over to Raw after the Royal Rumble. But even then, I don't see Charlotte beating Ronda for the belt. Yeah. No, Ronda's going to have that. I'm, I'm going to take a stab. Shayna, maybe. Yeah, I, I think sh- if anybody takes it off her, it might be Shayna down the line. Because they can run a really fun angle with them, I think. Yeah. I think. I think. Anyways, are we going to do a play per view? I suppose we could. Can we do another Halloween Havoc? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to choose Halloween Havoc 2004. Was there one in 2004? No, God, no. Did you do 95 already? Uh, Maybe. Let's find out. Do we do 2000? Maybe. Oh, man. Oh, I can't remember doing this. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I kind of remember this one. About 99. Did we do 99? Let's see if we did 90. Can we do World War Three instead? Okay. I'll do World War Three, 1995. Lashley. 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 All right, go ahead. How All many right. matches do you have? I have seven matches. I have nine. Why do we never have the same number of matches? I don't know. Take off two. All right. Yuji Nagata versus Ultimo Dragon. Um, Ultimo Dragon. No. Wow. Singles match for the WCW World Television Championship. Johnny B. Bad, the champion, versus DDP. What year was this, 95? uh, World War III, 95. DDP. Wrong. They were pushing yeah. Johnny B. No, Bad hard back then, man. Uh, tag match for the World Tag Team titles. The Steiner Brothers versus the Blue Bloods. Steiner Brothers. Yeah. Never bet against them. Tape fist match. Hmm. Their fists were taped. Yeah. No, I put that together. Uh, Jim Duggan versus Big Bubba Rogers, a.k.a. the Big Boss Man. Boss Man. Um, very good. Uh, and a Ravens rules match. Scotty Riggs versus Raven. What year was this? I'm sorry. 99. Raven. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I asked that. I'm sorry. In no universe did that ever go the other way. No. Tag team match. 
Bull Nakano, I'm sorry, Bull Nakano with Akira Hokuto uh, versus Mayumi Ozaki and Cutie Suzuki. Bull. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Alex Wright versus Steve McMichael. Oh, man. What year is this? 99. Man. Oh, 99? I'd say Alex Wright. No, you'd be ah! wrong. Why did they give McMichael so much stroke? I don't know. United States Heavyweight Championship match. The champion, Kensuke Sasaki versus the crippler, Chris Benoit. Uh, Sasaki. Uh, very good, yes. Uh, cruiserweight title match. The challenger, Rey Mysterio, taking on the champion, Eddie Guerrero. Ooh. I'll say... Wait, who's the champion? Eddie. Eddie kept it. Yeah. Okay. Um, singles match. The master of the torture rack of doom. The total package, Lex Luger. Versus, oh, yeah, Lex, let's get this match down on paper. We've got five minutes and 28 seconds in a singles match. 95? 95. 95. Luger. Yeah. Oh, I didn't sign up for this. Uh, no DQ match for the United States title. The champion, Kurt Hennig, versus Ric Flair. Hennig? Yep. Uh, singles match. Sting versus Flair. How many times those guys fight? I know. Uh, Sting. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who won 60 Man World War Three? I'm sorry? 60, 60 Men, 60 three man cages? War... Is that what it was? Yeah. For a world heavyweight title match. What year was this? 99. Kevin Nash. Close, Scott Hall. Oh, dear. All right. Who won the 60 man? This is 95. World War Three match. Um, Hogan. Uh, Savage, which uh, explains why he lost to Luger. So. Yeah, I had four. Did Same you get five? Here, four. Oh, you got four? Okay, cool. Uh, one more super chat here. Aaron, I'm starting to think Evolution was only done to save WWE money. Instead of paying all the ladies a flat guilt fee, they can do a pay-per-view and give them their regular salaries, look good, and phone it in. I don't know if that's the case. Uh, yeah, I don't, I would, I'm not that cynical about it. Yeah. I think they just think they can make money off it. Yeah, probably. We're going to do things out of guilt, but thank you for your support. Yes. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Apologize to the live viewers. We thought we were going to get through yeah. all stream today. Yeah. We tried. We tried anyways. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.